Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now bathing the planet and their effect on us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. When realities shatter. My favorite quote from Albert Einstein, Everything is frequency, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This isn't philosophy. This is physics. One of the most challenging aspects of evolution is that before we can enter a new reality, the old one must shatter. It's this very process in which we now find ourselves as the ambient frequencies on the planet are putting increasing pressure on old frequency constructs. This was eloquently demonstrated by Ernest Cladney. Ernest was a German physicist and musician, born in 1756 and died in 1827, at the age of 70. He's most famous for his amazing resonance experiments. 
In one of these experiments, he used a metal plate full of sand and a violin or cello bow. He found that by running the bow across the metal plate, producing and holding a particular note, the sand on the plate would first vibrate in chaos and then form a complex but symmetrical patterns over its surface. These repeating patterns have come to be known as Kladni figures. The unique figures would remain in the sand as long as he held the note. Once he produced a different note on the plate with the bow, the sand would go back into chaos before forming another unique pattern. He found each pattern was consistent with the, and particular to the corresponding note. Every time he'd reproduce the note on the plate of sand after a brief interlude of chaos, the pattern would reform. Ernest diligently drew diagrams of these individual patterns that are reproduced today in sound experiments by simply exposing a plate of sand to the note corresponding with a pattern one wishes to create. We're currently in a transitional phase on many levels as the ambient frequency of the Earth is undergoing drastic shifts. These shifts are resulting from many factors. Every portion of the galaxy expresses differing sets of frequencies, some higher, some lower. Astrological ages are the maps of varying frequencies present in the different portions of the galaxy our solar system passes through on its cyclic trek through the cosmos. Each age is characterized by a particular set of frequencies. As we pass through the ages, we are exposed to a series of divergent but repeating influences. We're currently moving from the Piscean Age to the more highly charged Aquarian, resulting in a transition from one set of frequencies to another. Bearing in mind reality expresses according to frequency, it only makes sense that the passage from one of the frequency expressions to the next results in the dissolution of one reality and the emergence of another. As we shift from Pisces to Aquarius, there's an increase in plasma on the leading edge of the Sun's magnetic field as a result of that field moving into a more highly charged portion of the galaxy where the energy is more highly charged. As covered in past Stairway to Heaven episodes, the increase in charge is causing excitation of the plasma on the leading edge of the Sun's heliosphere, instigating more plasma to form and resulting in more luminosity or brightness. The heightened energy is flowing into the Sun, causing it to emit increased frequency and saturating interplanetary space. Solar emissions are traveling more quickly, charging up the energy or frequency of the planets as their electromagnetic fields interface with that of the Sun. This results in rising ambient frequency on all the planets in our solar system. Another factor impacting the Earth's frequency is simple numbers. In 2020, there were approximately 7.8 billion people on the planet, as opposed to 1900, when there was fewer than 2 billion. Every individual generates approximately 5 watts of electromagnetic energy. That comes to a 29 billion watt frequency increase in 120 years. The rise in ambient frequency results in a frequency shift much like changing notes on Ernest Schladny's plate of sand. All the structures formed at the old frequency are being torn into chaos before reforming into a new pattern. Nothing is immune and everything impacted. In effect, our entire reality is shattering to make way for the new one to form. Any attempt to hold on to the old reality is like shoveling poo against the tide. 
The more we attempt to do so, the more pressure we're under, and the more we will destabilize and suffer. This is the phenomenon behind the crazy delusional behavior we're increasingly experiencing planet-wide. Are we having fun yet? Scientists used to believe that the rate of atomic decay was fixed, unchanging. But during a solar flare, scientists on a space station observed the rate of atomic decay to slow as the ambient frequency increased. This is much like the rate of hot water. It cools, being determined by ambient temperatures. The higher the ambient temperature, the slower the cooling. Things we thought to be indisputable fact at one frequency are rapidly becoming fictitious as new frequency emerges. As frequencies change, the rules also appear to change. The fact is, we've built structures around perceived constants that are only constant at a given frequency, like the rate of water cools. They become subject to predictable change with alterations in frequency. Our perception of rules changing results from ignorance of the overlording principles that apply differently at different frequencies. Ages change slowly. For generation upon generation, we've been living under one frequency influence. We've become identified with what we've come to rely on as indisputable factor law, only to find those very laws giving way to overlording one based on ambient frequency. We're being challenged with knowing what is true when what we have accepted as truth is now proving false. The increase in ambient light is exposing what was previously hidden. Our personal shadows and denials are increasingly emerging, leaving us with difficult choices. We can either try to shove the data further into denial and lock down around it, or roll up our sleeves and process through it, reframing our identity and our approach to the world. While processing can be painful and labor-intensive, shattering the framework of who we thought we were, if we don't own and process our shadow, we'll blow up and project it outward. As we project our shadow on the world around us, it becomes our experience, our reality, and we victims of it. Though it's necessary to comply with the energetic principles, we do have choice as to what we manifest and our relationship to it. There are unavoidable frequency changes we're subject to. However, within that, we do have power. To engage that power, we must first come out of denial and face the changes impacting both our inner and outer worlds. Once that is accomplished, we can utilize our personal electromagnetic emissions. Remember those five watts we each contribute? We actually have control over them. We can modulate their frequency, and their frequency impacts the world around us. Frequency is automatically modulated through our chakric systems based on our intentions, beliefs, and agendas. There are many dis, uh, disciplines, both ancient and modern, that we can use to focus our ability to control the frequency we admit in the world. Among those are meditation, shamanism, martial arts, and biofeedback. We need not know the me mechanics of our chakric system to even, or how to control them, to accomplish this any more than we need to understand and control the functioning of our hearts. Like the heart, the chakric system is controlled by the autonomic nervous system and can adapt to the needs and demands of the moment without our conscious participation. Through the chakric systems, our bodies are capable of modulating frequency. The chakric systems automatically modulate frequency based upon what we're intending, willing, or believing. 
At this point, most of our intentions are not mindful, but rather unconscious. Therefore, when we shift frequency, we do it mostly without our awareness and are creating unconsciously. We then feel victimized by our own creations. This unconscious approach was created in and supported by the old ambient frequency. The new frequency supports personal power and enlightenment. However, to experience this new stance, we must become active participants in our own deliverance. This takes us back to facing and processing our shadow, uncovering our denials, and embracing the new way of being. It also involves becoming conscious of our intentions and deliberate in what we project into the world. Self-awareness, self-control, and mindfulness are key in engaging our ability to consciously modulate frequency. There's no better time to impact what's being formed is when everything is in chaos and therefore mobile. It is indeed an alchemical time. By consciously controlling the frequencies we contribute to the whole, we can influence outcome. Even if the only adjustment is to find our personal sweet spot on the wave of life, it'll change our experience for the better. A mitigating factor in the ability to navigate through shifting realities is one of mobility. The tendency, when faced with change and uncertainty, is to go into fear, polarize against whatever we perceive as challenging the status quo, and resist it. This resistance and polarization freezes us in place, rendering us unable to embrace our other possibilities or viewpoints. As children, most of us created flip books by taking still shots or drawings and stapling them together to create a book. Flipping through the pages of the book in rapid succession resulted in a motion picture. This is the same principles used by early animation films. When looking at a still photograph, we can paint many different and even opposing stories about what's taking place. For instance, a still shot of a woman holding her hand up beside a man's face can be interpreted as preparing to deliver a slap or a caress. But when set into motion, the true story unfolds. When we polarize and freeze, we're in effect restricting ourselves to one frame that's subject to personal interpretation. We become stuck in one aspect of perceived reality to the exclusion of all others. It's not only impossible to evolve from here, but increasingly difficult to resist the wave of change upon us. Any attempt to do so destabilizes us, rendering us imbalanced and often quite insane. Denial removes pages from the book, leaving dark places in between that become our shadows. These shadows distort our ability to perceive a more expansive truth. Thus, the importance of releasing our denials and processing through our shadows. Denials and the resulting shadows render some frequencies unavailable to us. By limiting the frequencies to which we have access, we limit our consciousness, range of mobility, and with it, our frequency influence in the world. As we're transitioning from one set of frequencies to another and experiencing the resulting shifts in realities, it's vital to remember, nothing is as it seems. The old way of interpreting reality is no longer valid, and the new one has yet to form. In addition, we're each in different parts of the process and privy to different bandwidths of frequency than others around us. The tendency is to flounder in the unfamiliar landscape, clamp down on our little portion of the flipbook, invalidate other viewpoints, and argue for our personal perception, campaigning for agreement. 
in times past, the more people we could get to agree with a point of view, the more solid it appeared to become. That was the trap inherent in the old reality. Just because a point of view is reinforced and thus appears more solid doesn't make it completely true. It simply excludes other options. The new emergency frequency provides the opportunity to embrace everyone's individual picture in the flipbook without losing our own. When set into motion by the increasing frequency of our times, each individual picture is a vital part of the emerging story. Through movement and acceptance of diversity, a more expansive and inclusive truth is known. Within that larger reality, we have access to many more possibilities and opportunities. The result? Empowerment of the individual while evolving into unity consciousness. Naturally, it's a personal choice to resist the rise in frequency, to cling to our denials and propagate our shadow. But bear in mind, polarization is caused by fear of our own shadow. Polarization is by its very nature frozen, fixed, and therefore low frequency, unable to accommodate the expansion of reality. The deeper we sink into polarization, the lower our frequency becomes. There is a frequency below which we can no longer maintain sanity or physical life. The higher the ambient frequency, the more polarized we must become to avoid it. Looks like a losing proposition to me. I'm just saying. Thank you for joining me, Gwildawiyaka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. To revisit this or any of our past episodes, visit our archives at www.stairwaytoheavenmedia.com. If you'd like to find out more about me, my school, and all the evolutionary tools I offer, visit www.findyourpathhome.com. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.